Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Scott here, and I am taking a moment in my busy Monday to record a diary episode because it's been a while. I'm a little hesitant because there's a dude across the street looking at me. And you might hear some of the construction going on during this. I hope not too much, but uh, he's over there with that crew. And uh, I'm sure it's all on the up and up, but they're just kind of looking at me like I'm weird. I'm just on my porch. I got uh, pumpkins over here, <coughs> excuse me, and um, Halloween's this weekend. What else can you ask for? So if this guy wanted to, he's got like three huge hammer-looking devices hanging from his belt. Could probably murder me, but I might be able to outrun him. Anyway, I don't know what he's doing. He's just looking at me, and I'm waving back. Hey, how you doing? No response. Anywho, um, it's been a while, and I thought I'd pop in and say hi and share my re- the recent thing I learned that I would like to share with everybody. It's a surefire way to avoid nasty engagements with potential trolls. And it's something I've, I already sort of feel like I knew, but I keep forgetting to put it into practice. So I figure if I say it here, then maybe it'll start happening uh, more regularly for me. Uh, if somebody tries to give you crap online and give you heat in whatever format they're choosing to do it in, whether or, or platform, so if they're on Twitter or Facebook or Reddit or whatever they are, cannot stress this enough. Stop whatever you're doing, even if you began typing to them. Stop doing that. And immediately, hold on. My phone went to sleep. Is it still recording? Yeah. Uh, immediately take your um, take sorry take their name whatever where they're, wherever they're at and look at the history of what they've posted for say the last even just you know few days or even few posts depending on how much they how active they are and like 9.8 out of 10 times when I've done that, what I've noticed is, because at first it's, it's, I find these people perplexing, like, wait, why would he say that? Or why would he, they call this out? Or why would this be a 
an issue. I'd like to dig in a little bit more and see if I can engage with this person and have them communicate what their thinking is. Because I'm always open to, you know, other ideas, whatever. So I've done that in the past many times and get in all kinds of trouble and then realize, well, wait a minute, what kind of poster are they? And I'll look at their, you know, last 50 tweets and all of them are angry, trolly, pissy, you know, misogynistic, angry, whatever things toward other people. And I was just latest on their list. Oh, hello, giant truck. Have you come also to do construction with this nice old man that's staring at me? Nice to see you. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, when you do that, you find out that they're just a cesspool of conversation. And then you're like, well, I wouldn't even have bothered. Like, why did I even take the time? I don't need to try to understand this person. Now I understand them. I've seen their history. I see what they do. You leave a breadcrumb trail no matter who you are. So those breadcrumbs lead nowhere good. Then you know what, you're, what you have to deal with. So I have no problem at that point shutting it all down and going, all right, we've had our fun, right? But I still forget. I had an altercation with somebody on Reddit who... Uh, pretended the entire time to be trying to have a reasoned conversation and they were horrible at it and I thought well let's see if we can engage let's have some back and forth uh, he would get madder I would get madder he would say things that were completely over the top and I finally went wait a minute Scott wait a minute you can easily see on reddit what these guys are posting go look at the breadcrumbs see what's going on see what's up and sure enough just another, you know, path of despair and misery left behind everything that guy, that, that guy posted. And you just smack yourself in the head and go, dang it. The hell, man. I could have assumed this and I would have been right. So that's frustrating. Why is the wind blowing? Sorry, you're probably getting a little wind. And when I figured it out, I went, well, that's it. Bye. And banned him from the room. And I don't want to talk to him anymore. And I usually like to make that the very last thing you do is ban or block or whatever, because it seems like you know there's some finality to that. So my my desire is as much as I can, anyways, to try to understand people before I make a decision like that. But there was no winning with this guy. There was no losing with this guy. There was just no nothing with him. It was just a complete waste of air. And I'm sad I wasted a few paragraphs of typing on him, but. I think that's the trick. If I was to make a book and the book had one chapter and it said, and the book was all about how to avoid trolls, I think it would be before you react, read what they've done previous. And if you can't tell what they've done, I think that's also a good enough reason to not respond. I mean, I'm sorry, but you can tell the difference between somebody who wants to have a meaningful exchange with you versus somebody who is just there because they get their rocks off doing this. And this guy could not have been more transparent had I looked at his history. And there was like, if you could measure passive aggression on Richter scales, there, were, the geological survey in Nevada saw the little needle go crazy and didn't know why. <laughs> anyway, other than that, everything's been going real good. Got BlizzCon in a week and a half. And probably see a bunch of you there. If not... Uh, Hope to have a good time. It's a little bit different this year in that I'm taking my kids. And uh, it appears Blizzard doesn't have giant 
announcements to make, so we're not sure what they're going to do from the main stage. Um, my phone did it again. Sorry. Um, so it's a little bit different just all around for me. I don't know what to expect. I'm very much looking forward to all the esports stuff, primarily the Heroes matches, although I'll watch Hearthstone and the StarCraft matches and all of it, really. But I really want to watch that Heroes stuff. And, you know, clearly or surely we'll learn more about Legion. It'll probably be playable for those with the press pass and probably people on the floor. So that'll all be good. But there's some question as to Diablo's future, how much focus or energy they put around World of Warcraft this year versus other years. Uh, you know, given its almost 11-year status of of uh, kind of being at a low point for a lot of players right now. So I don't know what to expect that way, but the uh, overall, I'm excited, and I'm excited to see friends and stuff. I'm also invited to about 20, too, 20 things too many, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to. Something's gonna have to give. There's a couple of parties where I'll probably just poke my head in, and that's as good as it'll get. And then there's some I'll spend more time with, and I guess we're recording some stuff here and there. I hate planning ahead because I don't know until I'm on the ground what's gonna be happening or what's expected or how everyone's doing or where we're gonna be. And having the kids with me is just an extra, not burden, but an extra load of consideration. So we got to figure that out. You know, i.e. they can't go to parties that are 21 and over. And what do I do with them then? Do they hang out at the hotel on Thursday? Do they hang out at the Guild Hall on Friday and Saturday? Do they, you know, what parts of this am I going to have to run off and be on my own up in the press areas versus with them like I don't know so I've just I've chosen instead not to think about it <laughs> and just <clears throat> kind of wing it I mean I wing it every year but especially this year I just I am in no mood to be locked down by anything or anyone I would rather just take it as it comes don't want to create any giant formal things um, I don't know maybe I'm getting maybe I'm getting older because there was a time where I'd be like, oh man, we need to make it the biggest party ever, and we need to be the ones to do it, and we need to be in charge of it. And now I don't, I don't know, I just don't. I got Nerdtacular, that's a big enough party for me and my community, and I feel like anything beyond that's gravy, so I don't, I don't need all that extra work. Or maybe it's just because I have so much going on generally that just, that just doesn't fit in my time, which is probably more likely. You know, a lot of people think everyone in traditional media missed the boat on podcasting back in like 04 and 05 because they just didn't understand technology or the way things were headed. And I'm not, I'm not sure that's true. I've actually come around on that to thinking that maybe, just maybe, they were all very busy doing status quo, doing what needed to be done, getting the work done. And somebody said, oh yeah, and do this one more thing rip something down to an mp3 and put it up on this thing called rss and uh, have it on a server and and make it so people can download it like that just sounds like what really we'd have to hire a guy for that or we'd have to you know there's a whole learning curve or we'd have to whatever so big big conglomerates like clear clear channel is it and other big station conglomerates they would have just choked on that idea because it's like that we don't have the bandwidth for an additional thing that we don't even understand nor do we even understand why you think it's a thing yet I think that's what did it, and you could call that lack of lack of uh, foresight or lack of vision or whatever you want, but 
that kind of makes sense to me. Somebody could come to me right now and say, Scott, I've got this enormous opportunity. You can't miss it. It's this thing. Nobody knows about it yet, but it's going to be huge. Here, do it. I'd go, I've got so much going on. I don't know if I have time for your quack, your quack idea. And then, you know, my luck would be a year later, it would take off and be huge. And I'd be like, damn it. What was I doing? So I kind of feel for those guys a little bit because I know how that feels right now. And I'm always reminding myself I need to be open and ready for what might be new and inter- and interesting that I could slide into and do. Well, I don't know how we got there from here, but uh, that's that's the conversation today. That's what we're talking about. I hope you guys are having a good time. I'm, I'm using a new recording app, and I can't tell... Is there a way to tell? Oh, it does tell me. Okay, there's three different settings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, you don't, this is not exciting. One of them is just a meter to tell me how I'm peaking and stuff. The other is a timer, and it tells me how long I've gone, which is what I was looking for. And then I can save this whole thing to Dropbox, which is also kind of badass. So, uh, anyway, uh, I guess that's it. That's all I got for now. Just trying to get these out more often. They may be shorter, but more often. And uh, we'll do some stuff this weekend for Halloween, record some things. I hope you guys are doing good. Got any questions for me? Send me an email, scott at frogpants.com. Happy to talk about it on the show. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.